Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. So over the last couple days, there's been some serious things that went down as far as the movie theaters and a company that makes movies. And that is Universal and their war with AMC. And now it's a war with Cinemark. Both of those are the two largest theater exhibitors in the world. Normally, I wouldn't cover such a thing here on my podcast. This would normally be a topic for Inner Honest Opinion. However, Inner Honest Opinion is on a short hiatus. I do like for my episodes to be a little timeless. So I am going to try to just simply state what's going on with that and then share my thoughts on where I think things are going to be headed. Of course, I am by no means an expert. This is just my thoughts on it. But I think we should get into the major issue as far as what caused the big fallout between Universal and all these theater owners and theater companies. Bare basics of this whole story is Universal decided to release the movie Trolls World Tour on a theater at home, I think is what they called it. They decided to release that as a 1999 rental, and this movie did not hit theaters, mostly because theaters were closed. And of course, theaters were closed because of the whole COVID, corona, beer flu thing. And this is a worldwide pandemic that some believe to be a conspiracy. If you believe that, hold on to those beliefs, but I don't, I don't think this is a conspiracy at all personally but those are my thoughts if you have your thoughts hey that's great so universal went against proper protocol and decided to release this on digital early and obviously this movie is not going to be hitting theaters the major issue at hand here is because of the fact that universal said that they're going to be releasing movies and i'm assuming it's going to be certain movies not like they're big blockbusters but they said they want to release their movies day and date on a digital rental for 20 bucks because Trolls World Tour fully exceeded any expectations that Universal had. Universal was using this as almost a testing ground to see if they could do away with simply relying on a theater release. And it worked out for them because Trolls World Tour actually grossed a hundred million bucks just based off of digital rentals alone and that's not even factoring in other things that universal set themselves up to have this movie pirated i guarantee you there's copies all over the internet and i have not looked for it i don't really engage in anything like that anymore however this actually was a huge success for them because the first trolls movie was in theaters for five months and didn't even gross this, but it did gross enough to make a sequel. And theater owners are pretty ticked off about this, and understandably so, so all these companies have now officially banned Universal Films from their theaters. My first initial thoughts to this is that it's a no-win situation for both Universal and the theater owners with that. Universal is supposedly now trying to talk through it with NATO, which is the National Theater Owners Association, and I guess talk it through with AMC as well as Cinemark. But either way, it just feels like a no-win situation, especially since theater attendance is down. And 
it doesn't seem like it's going to come back anytime soon, especially with all this COVID pandemic stuff going on right now. I don't think theaters are coming back till maybe like September or October, potentially even later. And that's another interesting footnote here in the history of motion pictures and theaters. I don't think this has ever happened where they were fully shut down like this. And not only that, they furloughed all of their employees. So they would wind up having to rehire all of them back. So it's going to be a very long road to get back to going to the theater again. And it's kind of a shame because I don't know if people are going to show up at this point. They're going to be maybe too scared of re-catching the virus or something. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a welcoming with open arms to have that theater experience again. This is a very interesting thing because it could lead further to the death of theaters and with one of the biggest producers of films which is Universal who had a major spike as far as their making a comeback with the movies that people I guess want to see not necessarily me but I mean you think about it they have a lot of huge franchises with newer movies that are going to be on their way such as the new Fast and the Furious the new Jurassic Park film all of these are going to make serious money and for AMC and Cinemark to not take part in this, it just doesn't seem to make sense. And even with that, I don't think that Universal would release those digitally. I think they would go and maybe wait and probably try to have a, I guess, smaller window between the theater and the digital rental or even the digital purchase, if they want to say charge $49.99 or something like that, if somebody absolutely wants to own it. Um, I just don't see where it's a, a possible win for either company. I think one of the huge drivers for people to want to see Trolls World Tour is there's a lot of parents, they're tied up in the house with their kids, and they simply wanted to do something fun with their kids, or They wanted to keep the kids quiet for an hour and a half or two hours, however long Trolls World Tour actually is. So let's go and say everything is normal. I don't think this movie would have been as big of a success as what it was if we didn't have the pandemic going on right now. And I think that means that the numbers here are kind of skewed. And honestly, I'm sorry to burst Universal's bubble, but I really think that they need to look at it further if they're going to proceed in this manner. And I think for them to go and say about how great of a success it is and they want to see about getting away from the theater, I think it was probably a bad call on their part. Because in all honesty, all they did was set themselves up for a potential failure. And that leads me to think about the theaters themselves. I really don't know when the theater is going to get back to what it was. I know Spielberg years ago said that the theater experience is going to be like going to a concert now. Or maybe it will be like the way it was back in the 20s and 30s where you got dressed up and you went to some really elaborate theater and you had people playing live music before the show. And I don't know. 
there is a definite possibility that Universal could be screwing themselves over and also that the theater owners that are not going to be showing their films as of right now, that they're going to be screwing themselves over as well. So I really think that it could lead to the death of movies, it, or movies as we know them, uh, or it could lead to the death of theaters. Because I do know that WB, Warner Brothers, I do know that they're going and testing out the waters as well now. I forget what the movie is coming up that they're going to be releasing direct to digital. But I really think that in doing this, it could definitely change the whole landscape as far as everything. And honestly, my true thoughts on it kind of sucks. <laughs> it's not cool because I do have fond memories of going to the theater. And it's one of those things that if I have children, I would definitely want to share the theater experience with them as well. And hopefully it could still be magical. But if we're going to be realistic on it, a lot of kids are not even watching movies on TV. They're watching it on their tablets and stuff too. And I know adults are doing the same thing. They'll put it on their phone, put it on their tablet, put it on their laptop, whatever. And honestly, it's not the proper way to experience a movie. Does it go and reach a wider audience by doing something like this? Sure. But also what it does is it takes away some of the actual magic of watching it on a big screen or with, you know, surround sound or whatever. It takes a little bit away from the experience itself. And if that's going to be the first time or way that you experience a film, it it's definitely not as great as seeing it on the big screen or seeing it, you know, with all of those bells and whistles that, you know, make a movie great. But the same could be said that if a movie is truly great, no matter how you experience it, it should be great no matter what. However, I do think that all those little things can definitely enhance the viewing and definitely enhance the enjoyment of a film. Maybe with the way things are with social distancing and everything, maybe drive-in theaters, maybe they can make a comeback. Longtime exploitation film reviewer and commentator Joe Bob Briggs actually says the drive-in will never die. Well, sadly, most of it has died. And I know that he's speaking about the memory of the drive-in, and I actually have fond memories of the drive-in theaters as well. I used to go to Dust to Dawn movie showings, and it was cool because you would have one first-run movie, and then you would have some second- or third-run films where they've been around for a while, but you still got to see it on a big, giant screen. You got to see it in your car, which was neat, if the windows weren't fogging up from you breathing. And it was actually a very unique experience, but I do have fond memories of that. I remember seeing all kinds of movies at the drive-in, and one of those was Silence of the Lambs. I remember seeing that, where I probably shouldn't have been watching that as a kid, but uh, it was on the From Dust Till Dawn theater, and I remember my mom uh, took me to go see it, and it was just a cool experience. I saw, you know... One of the Ninja Turtles films, uh, I think it was probably the first one, I think I saw that in uh, drive-in as well as the regular theater. And it's just a different way to experience a film, and it's definitely a cool thing that if it would make a comeback, if they would 
maybe give it some new bells and whistles, such as better projection. And that was one of the worst things about seeing something in the drive-in was usually the picture quality wasn't that great, but it was still fun. It was fun for the experience, and I would hate to see a movie just go and be released at home, and that's how we consume a film now. So I definitely think films are going to make a comeback. I definitely think theaters are going to come back. Are they going to be where they were before? Probably not. I think we need to figure out a way to actually get somebody back to the theater, something to maybe unite viewers that they want to actually go to the theater. Maybe we need to have a longer lead time. I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but it used to be like a year or two before a movie came home on VHS or was available for rental or anything like that. It used to be quite a while before you actually got to view that movie again. Also, that means that movies got to stay in theaters for a lot longer. So they had time to build an audience. They had time to have those midnight showings. They had time to actually be. But maybe we could have, I guess, a resurgence in some of the smaller films that may not get general theater releases. Maybe with Universal being taken off the plate as of this recording, maybe this will allow us to experience movies that we didn't think we would be able to, to see in a theater. I'm, I don't know. I would actually like to see a comeback of some of those smaller films to be actually released and not just be an AMC artisan film. What if we treated a smaller movie, be it a horror exploitation film or a smaller independent drama, comedy, whatever, wouldn't it be cool if that actually started to get the same recognition as some of the bigger films? I think that would actually be a win across the board. But hopefully it gets sorted out. I do hope that Universal uh, does actually get to be in an AMC theater because I am still an A-list subscriber. Thankfully, I'm not being charged for it right now. AMC was nice as far as that goes. But there is one big release that's coming up that I'm looking forward to, and that's Candyman. That got pushed back, I think, until August or September of this year, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it, and it is a universal film. I definitely will not go and pay 20 bucks for a rental. However, I will spend 20 bucks for a ticket for me and my girlfriend to actually go to a theater. If it's not an AMC, then it's not an AMC, but I will see it on the big screen one way or another. But with that being said, I think I'm going to close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. And if you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. I do take some requests, and if there's something you'd like me to tackle, I'd be more than happy to view it and discuss it here on this very podcast, as well as give you a shout out for the recommendation. You can also head to adamanalyzes.com and you can catch up on some past episodes. This is part of the WTF block and well that means Wednesday, Thursday, Friday we have brand new releases from Buddy Talks, Inner Honest Opinion generally on Thursday and then mine on Friday of course. However, Inner Honest Opinion is on a slight hiatus. 
And one last thing, if you are enjoying this podcast and if you have a free moment, if you would give me a five-star review on the podcast listening platform of your choice, I would greatly appreciate that. It'll allow me to continue making these and hopefully reach out to more listeners. And also, you know, I just love those digital hugs. But with that being said, good night.